Ooh, that's a bingo. <laughs> Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo. You just say bingo. Bingo! How fun! How fun indeed it is! Episode 29, welcome back. Welcome back myself. Welcome back to you. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. This is Short Story Bingo. My name is Nate Chacon Third. And if this is your first time, welcome. If this is your second time, the retention program is working. What I do on this podcast, I am a glorified narrator, either reading stories by myself or with a guest here and uh, we uh, pick it apart a little bit it's like audible sorta Um, with that in mind today uh, we're gonna jump back into the podcast pool happy Friday by the way uh, with the story about Fred West we're gonna go back to the serial killers encyclopedia I just wanted to go back to a heavy hitter hitter as we're essentially going into what would maybe be called like season two as it were Uh, we're gonna be rolling out Friday um, uh, episodes every Friday again for you guys. Um, super excited. Hope you guys' St. Patrick's Day was fun and safe. And uh, if you got in trouble, hope you got a good lawyer. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> with that said, we're going to do our random Twitter follower shout out. And uh, this week we have at fear level underscore movie. Uh, these guys are um, this uh, group of. Um, fine young men and women uh, put out the new film uh, Fear Level is what it's called uh, received some awards at the LA Film Festival I believe uh, recently but give them a follow on um, at, at Fear Level underscore movie um, kind of take a look at what they're doing here I thought it would be uh, definitely like in the same realm of what uh, this story is about because we're going to be talking about Fred West he's a no- renowned serial killer him and Rosemary West I'm going to put a, a link for a YouTube video it's a pretty long one it's a documentary one uh, about them but uh, the encyclopedia only covers Fred West to talk he, they, they brush a little bit on Rosemary but um, it's, it's a trip man they're um, they're, te- they're just terrible people they're out of uh, uh, England and um, it seems like they just did not have a, a sense of what uh, I don't know just psychopaths you know what I'm saying so just so much shit that goes on with that but we're going to read about them so yeah random for, uh, Twitter follower shout out goes out to at fear level movie oh my gosh you guys I've, I've missed you guys so much I know that uh, we um and by we, I mean, here at Short Story Bingo, haven't released uh, a consistent episode for like, what, three weeks, four weeks? Um, but my sister came in town. Uh, she just came in from the Navy, all that, you know, and um, just getting my footing back. We got on Spotify, putting everything back in order so that uh, we can have successful episodes moving forward. We're going to be setting up a Facebook um, uh, page, um, a Twitter account, an Instagram account, just to get everything online. I think by episode, you know, 35, we should be okay um, which gives me about six weeks but uh, with that in mind though uh, let's go over the countries and the states that are uh, in the top spot as of uh, March 23rd uh, we got Sweden coming in UK and Malaysia in that order and I mean I'm kind of I guess I'm not really surprised with any of it anymore really 
Um, shouts out to everyone in Sweden. Shouts out to everyone in the UK. You guys consistently stay around the top. And um, shouts out to Malaysia, to the folks that are listening out there. Again, I want to um, say again that I this podcast is on Spotify. So um, it's another platform for you to listen to. And then uh, Maryland, Texas, and California. Those are the ones that... Um, the states that uh, took top spot for uh, the month of March so thus far. So those might change next week, but we'll see. So with that all said, I guess we got to do the intro song, huh? Short story bingo, Nature Come the Third, episode 29. I'm so happy to be back. Love you. Bye. Just kidding. I'm coming back. Just let the intro song together. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Fred was a son, a brother, a husband, a father, a rapist, and a murderer. And also a really keen collector of Michael Jordan rookie cards. <laughs> Jesus. This guy just comes in just really fast. This guy's a piece, but Frederick Walter Stephen West was born on September 29th, 1941 to a poor family. Does that make him a Virgo? I'm not going to look it up, but might be not be a Virgo. I don't, I don't know what his sign would be. I wonder what his sign is. He was the second oldest of six children. Fred claimed that his father had been sexually intimate with his sister. And he had taught him bestiality. That's a really specific thing to teach someone. Like, at a young age. Bestiality? Huh. It'd be, okay, I mean, we all know what bestiality is, right? And understand that the magnitude of what you would have to be like getting into for that. So let me reread that. Fred claimed that his father had been sexually intimate with his sister, so probably molested his sister, which is terrible, and he had taught him bestiality. So was he like telling him to fuck his dog or something? That's crazy to me. Because the only other meaning, I mean, I, from what I understand, at least I'm not looking it up, but the only other meaning of bestiality is like something cruel, like being bestial, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so his dad sucked. It has been suspected, but never confirmed that his mother had sexually abused him starting at age 12. He left school when he was 15. Uh, 15, what, this is 1956? Okay. I feel like, I mean, if you've watched Grease, wasn't, weren't all, didn't everyone drop out fucking 15 or something? At the age of 17, he got into an accident that left him with a fractured skull, a broken arm, and broken leg, which became shorter than the other. That's, I mean, you're definitely not running track anymore for sure. Def, I mean, you, if you weren't already the last one picked for pickleball or 
basketball. I mean, it's 1956, so, well, he was 17, so 58. I mean, you're for sure the last pick now. Which also is like a big time uh, deal to the ego to like have one leg that's shorter than the other. Oh, me leg is just shorter than the other one. My me right leg is shorter than me left leg. All right, man. Well, fucking, I don't give a shit. Just go to the back of the bus, man. He was in a coma for seven days and underwent an operation to place a metallic plate in his head in 1958 putting anything metal inside of you in 1958 must have seemed like a breakthrough but also super fucking scary after his accident it was reported that he had sudden episodes of rage and anger yeah man because you suffered something super catastrophic and probably should not have been released back to the public anytime anytime well not that but like you that doesn't surprise me i guess at all after his accident it was reported that he had sudden episodes of rage and anger Two years later, he hit his head again, which resulted in him being unconscious for a whole day. I wish they would put hours on that because a whole day was it eight hours. I mean, is it a work shift? Is it a part time shift? Is it, you know, a 12er? You know, are you is it a tenner? You doing four tens is what's a whole day. And what did he hit his head on? I mean, I don't know. When he was 19, he was arrested. Okay, here we go. I just read this is where uh, just brace yourself. When he was 19, so 1960, when he was 19, he was arrested while molesting a 13-year-old girl. Really cool, man. He was convicted for the crime but was able to escape imprisonment. I'm sorry. His family disowned him and sent him to live with his aunt. Who's his aunt? His family disowned him and sent him to live with his aunt. What? No, we, no, you are not coming back here. I'm super proud of you for getting out of prison and escaping because that's super impressive. But you cannot come home anymore, Fred Drick. We don't appreciate and do not uh, condone whatever it is that you're doing. Just go. I mean, look. Aunt Ruth lives literally next door. You can go over there. All right. Well, I'll take me and my leg here, and we'll go next door to Ruth's house. In September 1962, Fred resumed his relationship with his ex-girlfriend, Catherine Rena Costello, when she was working as a prostitute and already pregnant. You know what? We should... I feel like we should just get things back going on again. I know that you're pregnant. I know that you're working as a prostitute, as a call girl for a, for a lot of these fellows here. But I really think you and I got something going on, Catherine. At that point, like, why? Come on, man. Two months later, they got married. Um, what? Okay, that just jumped into that real quick. <laughs> I'll take care of the baby. Yeah, it's just you and me, baby. Strip holes. And then we get married in a couple months. Oh my God, Fred, I love the idea so much. On February 22nd, 1963, Charmaine Carroll was born. Another daughter, Anne Marie, was born in July of 1964. On November 4th, 1965, while working as an ice cream van driver. Jesus, okay, hold on a minute. I just read the other part of, okay. 
This guy is... A, I, I don't know if this is his fault. All right. Let's run that back. Run it all the way back. In September 1962, Fred resumed his relationship with his ex-girlfriend, Catherine Rena Costello, when she was working as a prostitute and already pregnant. Two months later, they got married. On February 22nd, 1963, Charmaine Carroll was born. Another daughter, Anne Marie, was born in July of 1964. On November 4th, 1965, while working as an ice cream van driver, Fred hit and killed a four-year-old boy. The family was for... I, how did that happen? How did you... I mean, was the kid like on the side of the... I'm not even going to like speculate, but I can only... I mean, it's not like... Don't... Watch the you're the ice cream driver. You know how many kids are just like running, piling, like running out of their houses, especially in what 1965 for the ice cream driver. I was piling out of my house in 1995 for the ice cream driver, and I just can imagine. I mean, you know what? Actually, now I'm thinking about it. There were some close calls where, like, after you get your choco taco, that you like pulling little Anthony back and like, hey man, like take it easy. You could have got your your fucking foot like ran over because you're gnawing on your like a bubble gum that is that are eyes on your clown ice cream <laughs> the family was forced to move to uh, uh, I'm going to try this I mean it's an English word but not really the family was forced to move to Gloucestershire along with Issa McNeil the nanny caring for the children okay so they got a nanny and Anne McFall, Catherine's friend. So you got Catherine's friend, Catherine, two kids, Fred. So there's five people. Oh, and then the nanny, Issa. So six people. In 1966, Catherine and Issa left and moved to Scotland, escaping Fred's weird sexual demands. But Anne stayed. The friend. Along with the two children. Why didn't they take the kids with them? What what the f- Later, Fred and Anne began a relationship. Of course they did. Duh. In August 8, 1967, Anne, who was 8 months pregnant, disappeared. Her remains wouldn't be found until June of 1994. Are you serious? Oh my goodness. It took people, what is that, 27 years to find this woman? Well, that's sad, especially because she was eight months pregnant. This dude is obviously a savage with zero emotion, super sociopath. I bet he killed her. I'm sure maybe we'll read about that here shortly. But uh, that just boggles me 27 years later. I guess it doesn't really, actually, now that I think about it. There's people that get really... um, I mean, they just don't are, are never found. You know what I'm saying? Never found. So I guess that doesn't surprise me too much. All right. Uh, okay. So in August 18, 1967, Anne, who was eight months pregnant, disappeared. All right. Her remains wouldn't be found until June of 1994. I feel like Casey Case. I'm a little bit on November 29th, 1968. Fred met Rosemary Letts. 
<laughs> Just kidding. All right. On November 29th, 1968, Fred met Rosemary Letts. A year later, on her 16th birthday, they moved into a two-story house together. Sounds like a pretty good start. On October 17th, 1970, Rosemary gave birth to their daughter, Heather Ann. So there's three now. Shortly after, Fred was arrested for theft. Oh, that was it? And was imprisoned until June 24th, 1971. So he served, what, October, November, December, three, June, six, nine months, roughly, in jail. I mean, it seems pretty natural. Um, okay, so... Da, 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 da. Okay, so just before Fred was released, Rosemary... Okay. Just before Fred was released, Rosemary killed Charmaine. Now, remember who Charmaine is, right? We all remember who Charmaine is. Remember, they took Issa, the nanny... Or no, Catherine and Issa left. And um, Charmaine... Who is Charmaine again? Charmaine... Oh, yeah, Charmaine was the other daughter. Oh, my God. So she killed... Okay. Just before Fred was released, Rosemary killed Charmaine. Two months after Fred's release, Catherine came back for her daughters. And the couple killed her, too. Okay. They're on a rampage. They're going off. This is what I was telling you, like, at the beginning, that Fred and Rosemary West, like, they were, um, you know, a team. Um, Fred later talks about in confessions to the police about uh and like openly is like confessing it's like creepy as shit you can youtube like fred west police tapings and it's creepy as shit about how he's talking some of the things that they did where um i mean just insert what the what a serial killer might talk about because they're sick-minded here Two months after Fred's release, Catherine came back for her daughters, as she should have, and the couple killed her too. On January 29th, 1972, Fred and Rosemary got married. It took you guys, excuse me, it took you guys that long? What? Just, okay. And on June 1st, they wanted to do the right thing. All right, Rosemary. Now that we've, now that you've killed off Charmaine and taken out my ex-wife Catherine, I'm not, I think it might be fit to proper to get a proper wedding. <coughs> Excuse me, I told you guys I was sick. All right, uh, a friend Rosemary got married on January twenty second or 29th, Excuse me, nineteen seventy two. Fred and Rosemary got married, and on June first, they had their second daughter, May. Fred then encouraged his wife to become a prostitute. You know, it might be nice, Catherine. What's that, Frank? It would be nice if you could bring in, you know, a little bit of tip money uh, as a as a car girl, if someone who might take off their clothes for some of these scallywags that come home from work, yeah? What might you mean, Fred? A prostitute. I would like for you to be a prostitute so you can bring in extra money for us for because we have too many goddamn kids and I'm not, I'm not sure if we're going to kill them all. All right, then. <laughs> Fred then encouraged his wife to become a prostitute, and she would later have seven children. Okay, look, I'm not one. Where are you prostituting at? I'm going to leave it at that. Just where are you prostituting at? 
and she would later have seven children. Okay, good for you. Three of mixed race and one who may have been fathered by Rosemary's own father. There's a lot going on here, guys. A lot going on here. The couple raped and tortured many young women. One of them, Carolyn Roberts. Uh, I want. I bet it's actually said like Caroline Roberts on December sixth, nineteen seventy-two, and even their own daughters, such as Fred's eight-year-old daughter Anne Marie. Jesus, dude. God, I told you guys. I warned you. Fuck. Fred's victims were mostly females. Oh, really? He killed women related to him. Okay. So most most people who commit a violent act of murder, who commit murder, excuse me, um, generally are killing people that are close to them. That's which which is why like you. Just, I, I mean, unless it's like, I don't need to explain it unless it's like, um. So that doesn't surprise me. He killed women related to him because he didn't want them to talk probably. Women he knew because he didn't want them to talk probably. probably. Women he hired as nannies because he probably didn't want them to talk probably. And he's all he's very, he's a lot more powerful than all these women as far as physical, his, his physical uh, stature is concerned. Concern, excuse me. Or women he had lured into the house somehow because he didn't want them to go away and talk about how he raped them or his weird sexual fantasies. Not all of them are the same thing, I feel like, in my head. Oh, God. This guy's a piece of work that I'm so happy that he's dead now. All right. Fred and Rosemary would... Su- oh, my goodness. Every single sentence in here, after from here on out, it's going to be a doozy. Fred and Rosemary would subdue them, rape, and torture them, then strangle them to death or suffocate them. After the victims were dead... Oh, God, please don't say something crazy. After the victims were dead, Fred would cut off their fingers and toes and sometimes their kneecaps before burying them. Why the kneecaps? Can I, let, me, let me think about why they would take out, like, cut off. Why would you cut out a kneecap? Think about that. How, why, why would you cut out a kneecap? To make it easier for their... Okay, this is my thought. To make it easier to transport them, maybe? Because, like, there's not a... I don't know, but you still got tendons there, so you can't just, like, flop their legs forward. I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know. Fred started abusing Heather. Excuse me. Fred started abusing Heather after Anne-Marie left the house. Okay, now... Who is uh, Heather? Just I'm going back. Okay, so Heather is her, his daughter. All right, Fred started abusing uh, Heather Ann. Okay, Fred started abusing Heather after Anne Marie left the house. Heather then told some friends about what was really going on in the house. That must have been a super intriguing conversation. All right, go ahead, pass the ball back now. My dad's a serial killer and he likes to rape me. Oh my God, what did you just say, Heather? What was that? We're in first period, you know that. Once the couple learned of this, God, just to think of the torture, and I, I think of those kids recently that were held captive by those two sickos um, for years on end, 
Um, I'm not going to look their names up. Uh, I'll look their names up real quick. But it, it doesn't remind me of that because, like, they were at least getting out. Um, but that couple, um, I don't know. It's It's really sad when you have a situation in which... Um, obviously the adults are in control um, and you're essentially you know you're just mind because the mind is so fragile so if you take if you take advantage of it at such an early age then you know you can really mold it to the way that you want it to be molded Unless there's a, you know, unless there's a break in it, which can happen at any time, P.S. So, like, one of those kids, there was, that's right, it was 13 kids, uh, David and Louis Louis, uh, Turpin, that's right. But one of those 13 children, kids, guy, or uh, one of them was 29 years old and had, like, the the, um, education of, like, a, a second grader or something like that. Which goes to what I was just saying is that like you can mold a mind into whatever you must you want it to be, which is so disgusting. Okay. Fred started started abusing Heather after Anne Marie uh, left the house. Heather then told some friends about what was really going on in the house. Once the couple learned of this, you guessed it, they decided to kill her because they didn't want her to continue telling people just like. He killed women related to him. Women he knew. Women he hired as nannies. Like, uh, this is a trend. In June of 1987, they strangled. Oh my God! In June of 1987, they strangled 16-year-old Heather, dismembered her, and buried her in the garden. Yeah, that'll make nice fertilizer. Jesus. They would later tell the other children to behave, or they would end up under the patio like Heather. Okay, that's worse than like, okay, well, behave or you're not going to get dinner. What? That's such a, like, that's the thing that you just like, you're like, okay, well, first off, definitely don't want to be under the, um, uh, under the fucking patio. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, what a threat, dude. What a threat. I would get threatened, uh, not threatened, excuse me, but like I was scared if my dad would like threaten to leave with that. Like I had to go to the bathroom. So I got to go pee. Like, oh, you better hurry. We're going to leave. We're going to the races without you or something. We're going to the basketball game without you or something. Like, oh my God. They would like, tell the other children to behave or they would end up like under the patio like Heather. What? You, you. Okay, you don't want to do the dishes? All right, well, wait till father gets back. You'll end up under the video like Heather did. <laughs> My God. In May of 19... Oh, shit. Here goes the sentence. I just read the... Okay. In May of 1992... So we just jumped five years. In May of 1992, Ed recorded himself raping one of his daughters. She told her friends about the incident, and one of her friends told her mother, who went to the police. Thank God. An investigation into the rapes began, and the couple was eventually charged. So, I, I mean, he knocked off as many people as he could to keep his secret. I'm so happy that this girl was able to 
Oh my God. Okay. However, the case couldn't move forward. Why? And the charges were dropped because the witnesses refused to come forward and testify. Why? Investigators persisted and continued to look into Heather's disappearance. She's under the patio. She's under the patio. Ask the kids. They know. They know. That's why That's why their house is low-key super clean. Because Heather is under the patio, man. Investigators persisted and continued to look into Heather's disappearance. Issuing a search warrant for the residence. While excavating the garden, human bones were discovered. On February 25th. 1994 so nearly two like is a year and 18 or excuse me a year and nine months later fred was arrested and he confessed to his crimes these are the tapes i'm talking to you about so like i said youtube fred west police tapes like and you'll hear this cap he was charged with 11 murders and the murder and the murder of Anne McFall was added to his rap sheet on july 3rd 1995 or 1994 excuse me after her body was found later. So he got charged with 12 murders. On January 1st... What a fucking piece of shit. On January 1st, 1995, New Year's Day, man. New Year's Day. Fred hanged himself in his cell. <laughs> that is episode 29. That's a packed and loaded one right there. Um... But again, like when we were reading the bloody benders, it kind of gives you an idea so that you can kind of do a little bit of your own research if you want to dive down that wormhole, which I do all the time. I know some some of you guys do as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Nate Chacon the third short story being episode 29. Like I told you guys, I'm super happy that we are getting off on the right foot again. Um, again, basically season two or what, or what have you, but I'm not going to. Uh, call it season two but you and i both know that we're getting back on the right foot um i hope you guys like the introduction that uh, first part is from the inglorious bastards um might keep it around might not i don't know we'll see we'll 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 uh kind of test the waters to see how it um the feedback that comes from it but again you can make sure to uh let me know um at uh you can email uh me short story bingo at gmail.com i set that back up i set up the that now i had it at yahoo and you can still go to yahoo but i'm going to be using the gmail more often so short story bingo at either gmail or yahoo.com i prefer the gmail but i check both um and uh we're going to be start filming these soon i started a youtube page with short story bingo um there's not any content on it yet, obviously, because I haven't started recording them. And we're going to start a Facebook page and an Instagram page and a Twitter. The Twitter might come last, but and that's only because I'm I'm semi-active on my own Twitter and having to be active on both might be time-consuming. I think I'm venting. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, though, yeah, look up Fred West, the Fred and Rosemary West. I'm going to put a link here. You'll have it so that you can uh, just all you got to do is click it. It'll go straight to the documentary. It's about an hour. like It's like two hours long. And it describes everything that we just uh, spoke about um, in a longer, uh, excuse me, much more elongated and detailed and um, gives you a better, uh, a bigger picture rather than a truncated version as this is so yeah fred west episode 29 short story bingo i appreciate you guys um 
And yeah. Happy Friday. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Happy Podcast Friday. Uh, and I'm out. And this is how we're going to end it with the Malbec Reserve 2016 Vino. Hey, Jude. <laughs> 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 Dun-dun-dun. Spare fingers. Yes.